The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, 6, Now these things of the Old Testament were our examples. To the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. This is the story of Balaam. Is your heart right with God? Are you really with God? Are you willing to give up people? Are you willing to give up rewards and fame on this earth in order to stay with God? When I was born again in 1975, I was 37 years old. I had been baptized in water, thought I was of God, thought I was a Christian, and I wasn't. But when I was 37, God spoke to me and said, Joan, you know these mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, oh, sins. The next morning, I walked past my best friend, I had been staying with her and her husband in their home while I recovered from an operation. And I said, Donna, I don't think I was a Christian until now. She said, Joni, what did you just say? Come back here. And I said, well, I don't think I was a Christian until now. I thought I was a Christian, but God spoke to me last night, and now I believe I am a Christian. And she began weeping. She, she was very emotional. She had, was raised Baptist, and she was just so thrilled over this conversion. A few nights after this happened, I was transported into heaven in the night. I was with God and Christ and the Holy Spirit. I saw no images. It was strictly a spiritual experience. At that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. When I awoke from this experience, I was really on fire for things of God. I no longer wanted to be with the people I'd been with before. I no longer wanted the things that I wanted before. Now, I wanted to know about God. I wanted to go to church. I wanted to be with the people of God more than anything else. And I wanted to know God. And the second time I was taken into heaven, and merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the word of God. When you are truly one with the word of God, your heart is attached to the word of God. And you really care about it. And when God tells you something one time, that's enough. Here's an example. I was injured in a fall in my house in Texas where I lived alone. When the ambulance workers rolled me 
past the front door of my house. I heard a word from God. You'll never see this house again. Okay. That just gave me information, put the house up for sale, which I did from the hospital. One of our church members witnessed all this, and she said to me, I don't see how you can do this, meaning putting your house up for sale. I said, but I have heard from God. To me, that was the end of the story. Do what you've heard that's in keeping with the word you've heard from God. You don't have to wait. You don't have to try to convince God to do something else. You have heard what he says, and you just simply do it. But my heart is so much one with the word of God. Is your heart really one with God so that you care more about him and his will than you and your will? How about where your relatives are concerned? Most people really fall over their relatives. Here is an example of Balaam. And this is a very powerful example. Numbers 22, please follow along with me. Verse 1. And the children of Israel set forward from Egypt and pitched in the plains of Moab on this side of Jordan by Jericho. Now there were over 600,000 men in the group, not counting children and women, so you could see there are going to be over a million people walking through this wilderness. And they stopped at Moab. And the king of Moab was terrified when he saw all of these children of Israel. He'd heard about them destroying their enemies along the way. And he was terrified. So he came up with a plan to get Balaam to curse this group of people. Because whom Balaam cursed, they were cursed and they fell. So he came up with this plan to overcome the children of Israel. Verse 3, And Moab was sore afraid of the people, the children of Israel, because there were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are round about us, as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabs at that time. And he sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Bear, to Pesor, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, 
Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom thou blessest is blessed, and he whom thou cursest is cursed. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hand. And they came to Balaam and spake unto him the words of the king. And Balaam said unto them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again as the Lord shall speak unto me. And the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. Verse 9 And God came unto Balaam and said, What men are these with thee? What are these men doing with you? Why do you have these men staying with you? This is not right. That's basically what God is saying to Balaam. And Balaam said unto God, The king, the son of Zippor, has sent to me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covered the face of the earth. Come now, curse them. Peradventure I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people for they are blessed. That should have ended it. Don't go with them. Don't curse them. They are blessed. It should have been over right there. But Balaam wanted the reward that the king was going to give him if he cursed the people who happened to be the children of God. Balaam said to the men the king had sent, get you into your land for the Lord refuses to let me leave to go with you. His words were right. That should have ended it. But it didn't because Balaam's heart wanted the reward of the king. So the princes of Moab rose up and they went to the king and said, Balaam refuseth to come with us. So what did the king do? Well, he sent more honorable princes and more honorable than these were and offered even more reward for Balaam to come and curse the people. And the message he sent to Balaam was, let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me, for I will promote thee 
unto very great honor. And I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. Come therefore, I pray thee, and curse this people. That should have ended it. No. At that point, he might have not even accepted the message. He might have turned away the men who came to bring him the message. But his heart was wrong. Balaam wanted this thing. He really wanted it. I know many times I have avoided temptations by simply saying, no, I won't let you come and see me. No, I won't answer the telephone when you call. I've done that many times. There was somebody from Africa who was planning to come to the United States, and he called me and said, I am coming to your beautiful country. And I thought, boy, he hadn't seen Lubbock, Texas. It's totally flat and sand. It was so hypocritical. He said, I'm coming there and I want to come visit you. And I said, no. He couldn't believe it. He was shocked. That's all I ever said to him. And he did not come to try to see me. I knew it was wrong. I knew this was going to drain me and be a waste of time and not be of God. He was already hypocritical when he came to me talking about it being a beautiful country. See, you know, you know these people are not of God when they come to you with hypocrisy and flattery. But Balaam wanted the reward. So he put himself in a position again a second time to hear what God would say to him about going to curse this people. God's not going to change his mind. But your own desire may drive you. Numbers 22, verse 20, And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, God's going to set up a test. If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that thou shalt do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey, his ass, it says, and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. How could it be kindled? God told him to go. But God was testing him. If he had said, no, I won't go because you have told me these children are blessed of the Lord, so I won't go. Then he would have put himself in a right position with God. But no, he wanted to go. God knew his heart. So God says, go with him. But God's anger was kindled because he went. So they start out on their journey. Numbers 22. 
And the ass that was Balaam's, Balaam's donkey, that he was riding, the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword was drawn in his hand. Now, Balaam didn't see it, but his donkey saw it. Why didn't Balaam see things of God? Because he did not desire the things of God. He desired the things of the world and the things humans could give him. What did Abraham say to the king of Sodom when he offered him reward? Abraham said, I will not even take from a thread to a shoe latchet from you, lest thou say I have made Abraham rich. He wanted things of God, not things of man. Genesis 14. That wasn't the way Balaam was. Balaam wanted things of the world, things of human beings, things of this life. His heart was not right with God. God didn't mean everything to Balaam. So Balaam didn't see the angel of the Lord standing in front of him with his sword drawn, but the donkey saw it. And when the donkey saw it, he pushed himself and Balaam into a wall so he couldn't go forward. Numbers 22, verse 24. But the angel of the Lord stood in a path of the vineyard, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself into the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall and he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to thee, that thou hast smitten me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because thou hast mocked me, I would there were a sword in my hand, for now I would kill thee. And the ass said to Balaam, Am I not thine ass, upon which thou hast ridden, ever since I was thine unto this day? Was I ever wont to do so unto thee? And he said, Nay. Numbers 22. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw 
the angel of the Lord, standing in the way and his sword drawn in his hand. And Balaam fell down, bowed his head, and fell on his face. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou smitten thy donkey these three times? Behold, I went out to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse. He was turned away from God in his heart and wanted treasures of this world. And the ass saw me and turned from me these three times. Unless she had turned from me, surely now also I had slain thee and saved her alive. The righteous will be saved and those turned away from God in their heart will be slain by God. And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. For I knew not that thou stoodest in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displease thee, I will get me back again. Is your heart really right with God? Or are you just pretending to want things of God? Can you see things of God? Or does your own desire block you so that all you can see is that which is your desire? You pretend, just feign, that you want to do the will of God. Verse 35, And the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak unto thee that shall thou speak. So Balaam went with the princes of the king. Ooh, I wouldn't want to be in that position. I wouldn't want to be in a position where I was going to be tempted. Just close the door on it. Don't go there. After this, three times the king set it up for Balaam to curse the people of God. But three times Balaam ended up blessing the people of God. Three times Balaam kept staying with the king, knowing that what he wanted was opposite from the way of God, putting himself in terrible danger. Finally, the king got so mad at him, he said, Get out of here, leave me alone. I would have rewarded you and given you great honor, but God has stopped me from rewarding you. What was the end of Balaam's life? Where was he at the time his life ended? Balaam was killed by the army of Joshua because he put himself with evil people, and when God sent judgment on the evil people, the people of God killed Balaam, and that's what happened to him. He would not leave the evil people alone. How can you stand to be with those unbelievers? How can you stand it? 
It's like putting yourself in a dark room and turning the light off and sitting there in the dark. For they will have no light, and you will be in darkness and great danger. These examples are given in the Old Testament. These things happen to them for our admonition so that we might not make the same error which can cost you your life for all eternity. Learn from these Old Testament scriptures. Let them go deep into you. Pray for God to cleanse your heart and to give you a right spirit and to keep you from the evil. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.